You're listening to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick on 980 CJME. Hi, everyone. I'm Greg Morgan, and welcome. It's Lori Patrick of Sutton Group Results Realty with me. Lori, welcome again. How are you? I'm fine, Greg. I uh, I think of you often when I see the updates on the inventory around this city right now. It's a little low, isn't it? It is low. It is Our numbers are low, which would normally mean we'd be in a very strong seller's market, but we're not. It's still kind of even. Buyers are a little inactive still with the rate shock, but they're coming around. I can feel it. And often when you hear a market like this, you think, okay, well, I'm going to hold off from putting my house up for sale until maybe the spring. But why wouldn't you want to jump into the market if you're looking to sell? Now's the time. Yeah, it, it's a, I don't understand that either. I will say to sellers, you know, who are ready now and want to sell, well, maybe we should wait for the spring market. Why? You know, the, the inventory will definitely have increased by then. That means more competition for you. Yeah. List when there's less on the market. Yeah. No, it, it makes total sense. What else are you telling everyone these days, Lori? I'm I'm going to try to relate to a few people. Don't try and do my job. Well, who's trying to do your job? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> well, this story came to mind recently with uh, a recent referral. It was a seller referral, and it was a couple of steps removed. It was a client who referred me to another person who was looking after a sale for their parents. Mm-hmm. So the seller, the son who called me and said, okay, I'm selling on behalf of, or my parents need to sell their condo. Um, and sometimes when this happens, I'm not sure exactly who I'm dealing with. I'm going to have to deal with first contact. The parents are elderly. They've moved out of the condo, out of the city, and they're living where their son does. So nobody lives here. So I'm, my contact is with the son. And he says, well, they're going to try and sell it on their own first. I'm thinking, okay, well, they don't live here, so I'm not sure how that's going to work. And then secondly, too, in this situation, I'm not quite sure which one's trying to do my job. Is it the son or is it the parents? But let this play out. They, they think they have an interested party. And agents hear this a lot, I'm sure, um, other agents. But I know I do, where a seller will say, oh, well, my neighbor has a friend that's always like this house. Or I have a relative or, you know, somebody I work with. There's always somebody that's interested in their house and has said to them, if you ever go to sell, let me know. I've heard this many, many times, and many, many times it doesn't work out. So oftentimes when I hear this, I say, okay, fine, play it out. Call me if you need me, knowing I'm probably going to get a call. Because that buyer may say that, I have no doubt. But when it comes time to write a check and put pen to paper, their interest suddenly wanes, you know, or they can't qualify. There's any number of reasons where all of a sudden it's like, oop, now this person's come back to me and said, okay, I'm going to sell my house here's what I want for it. And all of a sudden the buyer is no longer there. So I figured that's how it would play out. I get a call from the son. Oh, a couple of weeks after that and said, Nope, they're going to, they're going to go ahead. Um, they've come to an agreement, the buyer and the seller, his, his parents and somebody related in the building. And I said, okay, that's fine. I will just uh, let me know if you need any help. Sitting back, waiting, ex- expecting a call. I expected a call. I got to be honest. And, and sure enough, a couple of weeks later, the call comes in. Well, it didn't work out. The buyer couldn't get her financing. This is prob- could be very well true, but sometimes, too, the buyers will use that to save face because they have put out there, we're going to buy this from you. We're going to buy your condo from you or your house. And then they change their mind and they, they try to backpedal and kind of gotten themselves into a situation. So, oh, we couldn't get our financing. Well, this has been... Uh, there was never any contracts in place. There was no deposit taken. There was no removal date. There was no nothing. So it really wasn't a sale. It was a two-week waste of time. 
And now they're anxious. They want they want it on the market now. So, you know, all you've done here is cost yourself time. Mm-hmm. And you thought you could do my job. And sometimes, you know, I've heard story. I, I know of private sales that have worked. Um, but you've got to have committed players on both sides. And usually they get some help from some professional along the way. But real estate is more complicated these days. Financing is much trickier. When you're selling a condo, you have to deal with the estoppel, inspections, the liability involved. There's just so many more hurdles to go through that trying to sell private just isn't worth it. So do you think it's A, oh, I think I can sell this on my own because I know someone who's always said they want to buy my home, and B, um, is it concerned about having to pay you for your time? Uh, you are you are the professional. It only makes sense. But at the same time, people think, oh, I wonder how much in fees I'm going to have to pay. That That's a question you got to, whoever you're working with, you're going to ask that out. But in reality, you'll quickly find out that that fee is worth it. Because you mentioned the legal protection alone is worth it. The legal protection alone, yes. The advice, um, the professional guidance. But you're right. A lot of times it comes down to fees. Oh, I can do this on my own. I can save the fees. Yeah. And instead of wasting my own time, I'll pay you to waste your time <laughs> yeah. bringing me a buyer, potential buyer. That's the other way to look at it, right? Well, exactly. And and the thing is, I can usually tell when I'm told, oh, we're going to try this privately. And private now basically means word of mouth. We don't have a formal private market. Yeah. that used There used to be a site, but it, it's just, it's not there. It's not a strong market anymore. Um because people realize the hard way it's too hard to do and it ends up costing you money and time a lot of times. And usually I can talk to people and say, you know what? We truly can get you a better price on the market. Um, But I could tell in this instance, sometimes people are just going to want to try. And this was that case. So I I needed to sit back and, and let it play out, but I was pretty confident they were coming back to me and they did. They don't have access to the buyers. Mm-hmm. The biggest pool of buyers and your biggest weapon by far is MLS.ca. Yeah. They can't get on there. So they don't have access to that. And so they don't even get a fraction of the exposure we do. Plus, you have professionals working at it, in it, wanting to sell your property. Buyers don't want to deal with sellers directly, and they want their agents involved. So we're there for a reason. Your protection and the buyer's protection, all of the sales data we have, and the exposure. Yeah, you, you just you cannot you cannot word of mouth a sale these days, really. Yeah, and you mentioned it there, kind of just the fact that your relationship with other agents, and uh, I'm assuming that just about any agent out there wants to work with another agent rather than someone who is trying to sell it privately on their home. They're, the like likelihood of them stopping by to bring people in, it's just not there. It's not there. A hundred percent. Agents want to work with another agent on the other end. We want a professional on the other end. We want a registrant on the other end. Yeah. So liabilities covered on both ends. We want to not deal directly with the seller generally. So we're not eager to show private sales. Of course we will, but we would much, we're much more comfortable. And so are the buyers. Yeah. Because, you know, a, a private seller doesn't have to follow a lot of the rules and regulations we do. We're continually re-educating ourselves every year. We have to do keep up with the latest trends, the laws, the bylaws. So yeah. there, there's a it's and, just complicated. And, and just you out need of a cur- curiosity too, for those who are are thinking, well, do I need an agent? Yes, I think you do. But also, that is the number one pressing question when you go to sell your home. You know, how how much am I going to have to pay an agent? Is that negotiable, or is that based on a price of home? How do you do it? It's it's always negotiable, and you know each circumstance is different. There are some; they're not nothing is set. 
but there are some industry standards and in and you so you want to kind of stay within the guidelines for your own purposes too because if you're if you're going on too low you're not encouraging showings by the yeah. agents uh and price range will vary there's a variable there depending yeah. you know sometimes if it's a harder harder to sell house in a in a harder neighborhood to sell you might want to increase your commission and this is a discussion i'll have with you and show you why it makes sense yeah because well, you want to stand out that's important to ask questions and uh it's easy with laura you can call her up 306-591-5192 so if you're looking to buy or sell right now, interview Lori. That's what I strongly suggest. After all, you've got a ton of questions, as we've just, uh, you know, felt here. Uh, if you uh, want to contact Lori, head over to uh, Lori's uh, website, too. It's lorisells.ca. Lori Patrick of Sutton Group Results Realty is back here in just a moment. I'm Greg Morgan. You're listening to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick on 980 CJME. We're back with more of Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick of Sutton Group Results Realty. And uh, Lori, uh, the inventory a little lower than you would expect right now, but it is definitely a time to uh, put your house on the market if that's what you're thinking, isn't it? It is, yeah. When the inventory is low, it's a good time to list. Let's talk about experience with you as a real estate agent. There are a lot of people who think, okay, I'm going to take a stab first at selling my home on my own. I think you should try and find a reason why not to sell a home. I'm sure you've come across these stories on your own oh. uh, yourself here. Yeah, like the previous tried to sell his house on his own and couldn't sell her. This one was a, a recent sale that came to mind that they had tried to do this. They wouldn't have been able to. The sale not would not have gone together without professionals. So it was a listing of mine. It, it, it's a harder to sell listing. It's in one of those neighborhoods that's got a lot of inventory. They're lower priced homes. A little bit of a, uh, it was, it needed work. It wasn't a distressed property by any means, but it wasn't, you know, completely renovated. It, there, there was some issues with it. So we list it and, and it's been on the market for a while. We get an offer. We get an offer in place. That is the first goal when ha listing a property like this. You're happy to get an offer in place. So of course, inspection day is coming. Now I haven't seen anything glaring with the house, but of course there's things I can't see Plus, sometimes things aren't obvious until an inspector gets into it. So inspection stays sometimes. I'm not worried about an inspection at all that's happening on either a buyer or seller's home. And then there's the ones where you're waiting for the shoe to drop. Well, this was this house. So the inspection's going on. And that day, it's always niggling in the back of my mind. Oh, I hope that one's going well. And then the big boot dropped <laughs> after this one. The... Uh, the inspector flagged the basement. Now, it wasn't something obvious because, you know, they have different equipments and whatnot, but he flagged the basement. This particular type of basement, I know immediately, okay, if this is going to need work, it's going to be more of an expensive fix because it's just more involved. It's not your typical bracing style of basement. So he flags the basement and the furnace. I'm immediately, okay, I've got to get Steven from AAA. He's my basement expert. I need a second opinion. Absolutely. So I call him in. We're in there within, I think we were in there the next afternoon. Yep. Inspector was right because I always want the backup from for the professional. But Steve said, yeah, the inspector's right. It, it's going to need to be pony walled. Okay, two walls. So, okay, it is what it is. Send me a quote. Between the basement quote, which was around 15000 and a furnace, we're now around $20,000 that needs to be looked at in this particular sale. This is a good portion of the sale price. Because it's a lower end sale home. So it's, you know, it's a significant amount of the purchase price. Yeah. How's the seller going to take this? So I, we are already under and accepted less of a uh, purchase price than what he paid for it about 12 years ago. 
know, just different market. Yeah. He hadn't, you know, kind of kept the house up as much as he could have. And, and so I, you know, nobody likes to make that phone call. No listing agent does, but I phone him. He's reasonable and he understands it. And so it's, it's now we know though. So we, we have to see if the buyer still wants to stick around because a lot of times in this situation, buyers get spooked and they just move on, right? There's mm-hmm. just too much. I phone the agent. He's, he says, he says, no, they, they want to hang in there. They like the house. Let's see what we can negotiate. So We've got about $20,000 worth of quotes. I go back to the seller and he says, well, let's see what they do. You know, I, I'm going to have to renegotiate anyway because now I have to disclose it. If this buyer walks or if I don't agree to, yeah. if, if he doesn't agree to renegotiate, we're going to have to disclose it to the next buyer who comes along. And it was hard enough to get the first buyer. So always, I always let the buyer's agent tell me what the number is. So I say to him, okay, well, what do you want? And he comes back with, we want 12.5. To me, this is very reasonable. A, that the buyer's sticking around. Mm-hmm. B, they don't want the whole quote. So I go back to the seller and I tell him this flat out. This is reasonable. We're not going to do any better than this. Take it. He's moved. He's, he's relocated. He's living elsewhere. He agrees. He's reasonable. He gets it. He's realistic. It is what it is. Nobody wants to hear the news, but there's no point in arguing with it. And he gets what I'm telling him. They're reasonable. Voila, the deal's done. No. What? (laughs) (laughs) The deal is not done. And this is where I don't know why people think they can navigate this stuff on their own. So the buyers don't have the money up front to pay for the repairs. So what they're going to do is what we call an improvement mortgage. They're going to finance in the repair because the bank won't finance the mortgage until the basement repair is done. Yeah. So you're a bit of a, you're caught, you know, which one do you do? They won't finance you unless you do the basement, but they won't finance the basement repair. So their bank wouldn't. We've got to move banks. Hmm. So the buyer's agent's calling me saying, okay, we've we got to move banks. And then they have to requalify with the repair now included into it, uh, financed into it. So all of this is taking more time and inspections and quotes and two or three extensions. Finally, we get an approval done. And it, this, it was probably three to four weeks before this sale closed. Mm -hmm. And there was just a lot of back and forth, a lot of complicated steps that neither the buyer or the seller could negotiate without the two professionals involved. And I, I thought as we were going through it and I was having the conversation with the agent, had we had any different actors in this little play, we had key ingredient was a buyer who wanted the house motivated, still wanted the house, a reasonable, realistic seller. And then you had two calm professionals in the middle who knew who to call, who knew how to get through these hoops, who knew how to deal with the banks and the inspectors and the, and the, the basement quotes and everything we needed to do to satisfy all involved, to get the mortgage approved, the price that was needed, and the deal done. It couldn't have worked out better. And uh, for that reason, too, you've kind of explained with your story there why uh, it is worth to get a real estate agent. And um, I guess, you know, we kind of discussed it, too, in the first half of the show, but it bears saying again, just the whole, like, that that was a great story in the legality standpoint of what's right and wrong. Uh, you can't figure that out all on your own, can you? No. You need an agent for that. You you need, yeah, you need a, a professional realtor for these transactions, for any transaction, as far as I'm concerned. The liability factors is, is a big one. But just to navigate the market, and there's so many moving parts in any particular sale, none yeah. of them, you know, you have the odd one that's very straightforward and easy. But any agent can tell you, and I certainly can after 30-some years' experience, they all have their little hiccups. And there isn't much I haven't seen yet. Yeah, You know, I have done this before where we've had to move around banks for improvement mortgages and get quotes. Um, but uh, buyers and sellers, it's stressful. 
right? Yeah. And, you know, because they just want to buy the house and the seller just wants to sell the house. But there's all these forces that seem to be in between them, inspectors and banks, trying to stop them. And the agents are the ones yeah. who are negotiating all of this and bringing them st- step by step by step closer together. All right. Well, Lori, uh, we're getting near the end of our show here, but uh, maybe we should just, if you are a potential buyer, uh, some quick advice here. Uh, know how much you can afford, for one. Pre-approval is key. Pre-approval. Key, key. And uh, stick within your means, too. After that stress test, uh, that that is so key to know how much money you're actually uh, able to spend on this house. So that pre-approval seems like that's the biggest and uh, most prominent one. Is there anything else you would tell someone just getting into the market? Just getting into the market, uh, a pre-approval, and, and, um, and then your next call is me. Okay. <laughs> yes. Or an agent. The next call is a professional agent. Don't try and navigate it on your own and think you're just going to call listing agents. They're not working for you. Okay, so you're looking. That's what to do if you're looking. And if you're selling a home, quick piece of advice, uh, call a professional clearly. And uh, anything else that you would like someone who's wanting to sell their home uh, be prepared to tell you before? Uh, they're ready? You know, I don't, oftentimes they'll call me and say, what should I do? What should I do with the house before we, before we list it? And I'll come out for preliminary work. And if they want to, you know, redo the whole house to sell it, unless it's a flip, don't start that. Don't get yourself into a big reno. I'll tell you if I think, okay, you know what? It's worth maybe changing this flooring. It's worth painting this. But, you know, have me out. I'll let you know. And then I will guide you through to the price, and I'll show you. I can back up why I think we should list here. And you're so connected, too, uh, over the years with so many that if anything needs to be done, you can probably assist in uh, recommending someone, oh, too. Off the, yeah, right off the top of my head. Phone this guy. He can help you. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're looking to buy or sell, interview Lori yourself, uh, and you'll move in the right direction, I promise you. 306-591-5192, lauriesells.ca. Uh, Lori, thanks so much for all the great information again. I appreciate it. My pleasure. You've been listening to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick of Sutton Group Results Realty.